0: Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show.
1: Filling in for Jim Rome. So happy to be here. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you want to buy a home or refinance your current home, Rocket can. Uh, So much going on in the world of sports. Uh, It's been a great week. Yes, this has been fantastic. Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. We're here next Tuesday, next Thursday. Uh, You know what we like to do. We've got great guests today. Dave Revson the bottom of uh, hour one we'll talk about you know big 10 moving into uh fall camp next week exciting kurt helen senior nba writer talk about the NBC draft sports we'll gar- get into it gar Reines, the batting stance guy will be here we'll make him do every batting stance of everyone that got traded schwarber traded to the Red Sox. To the Red Sox. The rich got richer yesterday. We're going to get into that. It's an old-fashioned Yankees and Red Sox arms race mixed in with some, some Dodgers there. West Coast Yankees. Howard Balzer, longtime NBA or NFL insider, publisher of all Cardinals site for Sports Illustrated. We'll talk about that and uh, sports updates from Marco Belletti. We are happy to be here again. It, it was. There's Olympics. There's NBA draft. There are trades. It's the trade deadline in baseball today. It's all coming together. Mm -hmm. There's so much to talk about. Let's jump to the—first of all, spoiler alert for those who don't want to hear Olympic results. Close your ears. Close your ears. We're giving you the trigger warning right now. U.S. women's team advances to the semifinals of soccer. On PKs. They advance— uh, they beat the Netherlands, which is a, was a fantastic team. Okay. Megan Rapino. Megan Rapino puts the biscuit in the basket. Right. So, so she puts it in the old the back of the onion bag. So the, the truth of the matter is that the United States basically played for a tie against Australia. Okay. Yeah, they, zero, they zero. You No watched pressure. That game. No pressure on the defense. They played for a tie. It was weird to watch them play for a tie. Right. And they had a goal called back, which I would argue should not have been called back. Alex okay. Morgan put one in the net on a header. Maybe her shoulder was offsides. It was a very borderline call. You could have easily they could have easily not made that call, and that would have been a goal. They would have won one nothing. But fine. So they, they just played for the tie. tie. They knew they'd advance out of the pool group to get into the medal rounds, or at least a chance into the quarterfinals. And so now they're in the semifinals, but they, they'd have a much tougher route. And one of the you know the the first game was against the Netherlands team, that is a really good team. Mm-hmm and they took them to OT they took them to PKs and they won 4-2 in PKs that's very exciting for the United States very proud of those ladies you know but again they they're they're not just dominating remember when they were just dominating that's what we're saying in these olympics the world is caught up to the United States in a lot of ways however United States has the overall medal lead right now, forty-one to forty over China. That's right, and they—they don't have the leading gold medals though. Fourteen gold medals as we speak right now. Yeah, but you never know. Uh, Perhaps the biggest gold medal of all, and I would say it's a gold medal, and in—and it lets Simone Biles off the hook even further. Is the overall? Did you watch that last night? Yeah, Suni Lee, unbelievable man. Phenomenal! Her bars routine was just out of. Co- I could not. These mo- bars, these bars, whoopity doop, these- whoopity scoop, flute. These bars, I'm telling you, she was she was incredible. And you know, in that moment, you saw a. She's 18. You saw a baton past. Mm-hmm. and. It's almost like a the parent taught the kid the lesson. You, I learned it from you, Dad. I learned it from watching you. So there's that moment, and like you can ride the bike without me pushing it. Mm-hmm. We don't need the Simone it's a great Biles. Moment. We don't need the Simone Biles training wheels on this team. So she said that I'm letting these girls do their thing, and some people were like, well, well you're just deflecting off of your decision." But she kind of did. She kind of let them do their thing in the end. It's proven right. She took care of herself. Self-care is important. It's hard to Hugely. do on a big stage when everyone has their hopes wrapped up in your By hopes. the way, I got to give credit to Tariko. I'm loving Tirico. And my, my daughter was like, who is this guy? You know this guy? And I was like Mike Tirico, who lives in Ann Arbor and is just an amazing dude. Yeah, I know who is Notre Dame's uh, now Homer Fine. announcer on NBC. Fine, yes. but and like, I love him. But but I was like, he, he's doing a great job. I just gotta say, he's doing a really good job. He's- yeah, because he finds ways to be honest in on a big stage. It's very hard to be truthful when you're in this jingoistic. Like, you got to be all pro-America. You got to just be as wide, like, as give it as wide of a berth as you can in that position. So his statement about, hey, now we're talking about mental health and mental, you know, issues, specifically with athletes, and now this Simone Biles situation has brought it to the forefront. We talk about this all the time. We, we just did three comedy shows last night. If we don't have our edge, we sat in the back of the room and watched... You know, following Eliza Schlesinger, who's a great comedian, following Killer, you know, Justin Martindale, another great young comedian. You sit in the back of the room and you watch what they're doing on stage and you know you have to follow that. Dude, it's like going out and doing an Olympic. It's not like an Olympic event, but it's like going out and doing like a gymnastics. Except if we lose our edge, we don't break our necks. No, you just you just get embarrassed. You want to die. You bomb. But there's a. There is an edge that performers and that these guys and girls live on. You got to play. You've got to step up. So I think Simone Biles stepping aside allowed this performance to happen, Mm -hmm. and it and that that young woman. Well, she would have been in it anyway. She would have been anyway. But now she's. But but allowed her to perhaps. I have the hopes of my country on my shoulder, and. As far as a teammate goes, she says, I got to pick up my fallen teammate over here. I got to try harder. She's struggling with X, Y, and Z, and I got to try harder because if I win, I don't just win for me. I win for her. And I win for America. And I win for my team, and winning for my team means I win for 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 my family. I win for my country. Amazing. Huge moment. Huge, huge, huge huge moment. And I watched that. That was fantastic. I watched the U.S. in the CONCACAF Gold Cup beat Qatar. Qatar? Cutter. Cutter. Am I saying that wrong? I watched that. That was a gutsy win for the United States. Men's soccer team. They're into the semifinals. You don't have to tell Rome. They're into the finals. You don't have to tell Rome fans that uh, the U.S. men's soccer team beat, beat Cutter. So that, all right, fine. All that aside, I can't believe it's taken us seven minutes and we still haven't talked about the fact that the Lakers got Russell Westbrook. I would have been happier if the Lakers would have gotten Russell Wilson. Russell Westbrook. So, Uh, so this is what Russell from Fat Albert shares the rock a little little bit more. Every person who's played with Russell Westbrook, I'm listening to like NBA, not insiders, but former NBA players. Who I listened to, Jalen Rose at at the draft said, "This is great. The Lakers are going to get out. They're going to be a faster team. They're going to be better." And I listen. I love Jalen, and I think. I, I think what he says, he's always cl- very, very close to exactly what the truth of something mm-hmm. is. Kendrick Perkins, I listen to what he had to say. This is great for the Lakers. But as a fan and as someone who is like watched Russell Westbrook's career, I'm like, so all of us have to set aside what we know. The enormous mountain of data that we've seen about Ru- Russell Westbrook, what type of a player he is. Mm-hmm. You know, again, He's a good guy off the court. He's done actually a lot of good with his platform and whatnot and helping kids out. He's wonderful. But I'm, Russell- saying, I'm saying as a player, he's one of the most selfish players I've <laughs> ever seen. I've never seen a guy fill up the stat sheet more and not help his team out. Russell Westbrook to me is Vin Diesel. Yeah, He's an okay actor. Mm-hmm. He, he can get the box office numbers, yep. but he's an okay actor in a lot of bad movies. That's and no, who he is. No one's saying, thank God we got Vin Diesel in this movie. Because We're going to win the Oscar now. You're not going to win the Oscar. He's there, and you might. he's going to get his. He might get you your box office numbers. He's going to get his. He's going to fill up the stat sheet. But You're going to ask him to cry on camera? No, exactly. You're going to ask him to hold a moment emotionally? You're going to ask him to have a star turn? No, he's not. You're going to make him the joker? You're going to say, right, exactly. Are you going to say to... That's Joaquin Phoenix. That's right. You needed Joaquin Phoenix on your team. You needed Joaquin... And guess where Joaquin Phoenix went? To Phoenix, Chris Paul. That's what you needed. You needed a guy who made the team better. It doesn't. You needed a guy who made everybody else on that team better, and instead you got a guy who is now going to force LeBron to go down to the blocks when LeBron wants to carry the ball up. So what does LeBron do typically now at this point in his career? He penetrates and kicks to somebody who can shoot. So he's going to penetrate, kick to Russell Westbrook. Who, who will then penetrate? <laughs> it's like... And you're like, wait, what are we talking about? What movies are we talking about now? I mean, we're not talking about... We don't know what we're talking about, but what we... Thank, Thank you. you, but I would say that I would, it's it's a it's a it's a bit of a head scratcher because you lost your three point shooter. Yeah, where is the Laker? Where are the Lakers going to get shooting from? Where are the Lakers going to get uh, someone to date hot internet models? You lost Kyle Kuzma. That's right. He's out. He's out. Your Instagram presence is at an all time low. Your IG stories numbers are going to drop big time. Come on, look, it's, it's so so. Ask how great of a teammate is uh, Russell Westbrook is from the last three teams that he was traded from in the last three years. Bradley Beal. Go ask him how he was to play with. Yes, they made the Wizards into the first round of the playoffs, but that's it. No hope after that. I mean, he has more triple doubles than Oscar Robertson, but Oscar Robertson made the teams that he played on better. He Hmm. made the teams that he played on better. So I – Yes, he's going to be fast. Yes, Russell Westbrook is a UCLA guy. He's coming back to his Southern California roots. That's got to be good for him. But does it make the Lakers better? So this, I think, is going to be a referendum on can LeBron shape a guy. Right. This is as much, I think, a part of LeBron's legacy as it is Russell Westbrook's legacy. Mm-hmm. Because now you come to this team, and now LeBron is going to have to help shape the role that this guy's gonna play. You are gonna to have to teach an old dog new tricks, which it. doesn't happen. No, but they're gonna to have to do it if they want it to happen. I've never I've never seen Russell Westbrook uh shoot like work on a shot to the point where he has a great shot selection from three point range. So, I've never seen him in my life. So you're telling me he's gonna do that now? So how are the Lakers going to use him? Are they gonna use Russell as the main offensive weapon when LeBron's sitting? Is that what they're gonna do? Maybe Maybe. Maybe that's what they do. Maybe if you're going to do load management because Westbrook has got to get his numbers so he'll play every game. Mm-hmm. So he's got to get his. Is LeBron going to step out of the way so that Russell Westbrook can get, like, that 10th rebound in a game so he can keep going? No, he's not. Cool. Does it make them better? I, I, we're sitting here saying, I don't know. Like, it's not the piece you add where you're like, oh, that made sense. That It doesn't make sense. Like, the the... It's amazing to me that Magic Johnson is involved with the Dodgers, Mm -hmm. and they made moves that made them better Mm -hmm. yesterday. Yeah, they did. And the Lakers kind of didn't. So you're like, first of all, there was a second where I was like, the Dodgers spent so much money, I'm like, did they get Russell Westbrook? Yeah. It almost felt like that. Magic's involved. Maybe Russell Westbrook's coming to the Dodgers. They got Max Scherzer. And they got Trey Turner. Now they have two turners, perhaps, on the infield. Yeah. They're, they're, they're basically turning two turners on the left side of the field. You're going to turn two. Seager might stay at shortstop. I don't know. But but either way. I think Seager's out of here. Maybe. paving the way for him to be gone. So Dodgers get better. They get Max Scherzer. Yeah. Max Scherzer, to me. That's how you spend some money and get a big marquee guy. Mm-hmm. They just showed you how you do it. West Coast Yankees put money out there. And then the Yankees got put better. Put money out there. They get Gallo and they get Rizzo. Rizzo and Gallo, to me, is the new Rizzolian Isles. Maybe. Rizzo and Gallo. Rizzo is, of course, the best name for any New York sports fan to root for because you're back. Anthony Rizzo. So I have them. So he's now like he plays for the Yankees and he's going to make prank calls. He's an honorary jerky boy. I guess. What's up there, sizzle chest? Frank Rizzo. Anthony Rizzo. So Anthony Rizzo, great left-handed bat. The, the Yankees did everything they had to do. They, the Yankees went from a "there's probably no way they're making the playoffs" to well, now you got to consider them probably a wild card team, and you never know what they're going to do. And they're and they're now the center of their line. You can't you can't pitch around, guys. That's right, Anthony and Rizzo. Rizzo and how crazy is this? And I've heard this said before, and I I agree with this. A Cub, mm-hmm. Anthony Rizzo. Has got the experience of winning the World Series, yeah, and no one on this Yankees. He's team bringing does. that to the Yankees. A- a- Thank God, someone a, a Chicago Cubs brought the winning tradition to the New York Yankees. That's it. Phrases we never thought we'd say, but that is the truth. Also, what Russell Westbrook shares the rock. I mean, I guess people are excited for the potential for the Lakers and the Brooklyn Nets to be in the NBA Finals next year. So you get the storyline of KD versus Russ and Kyrie versus LeBron in, in the all-time I hate you when we used to be a teammates fest. I and guess that LeBron's receding hairline... Versus KD's bald spot. And look, we know flat, we've, flat we've got earth. both. Yeah, Randy got both. and I have both receding hairlines and so bald spots. With both, but I'll say this, like... Uh, Before you come at us on Twitter... Flat Earth versus science. I mean, it's a classic battle of those two things. Mm -hmm. I just don't, I cannot sit here right now and say the Lakers got a lot better. Did the Lakers do what they needed to do to beat a young Phoenix team? I don't know. Mm, I don't think they did. I mean, when LeBron is healthy and AD is healthy, yeah, those guys are they're the best. They're fantastic. That's it's the a, best two, best duo in basketball. But are they the best team? Did they get better? Does Russ screw that up? Does the addition actually make the whole thing worse? Subtraction by addition? I don't know. Because Russ, Russ has never been a great teammate. Like, and he's not a great shooter. He's not a great spot-up shooter. So when LeBron draws the defense in on him... And there are times when LeBron isn't a great shooter. Yeah, LeBron... He, you think about his entire career. Think about the year they won in mm-hmm. Cleveland with Kyrie. He was the one taking the shots in the fourth quarter. That's right. He was the one stepping up big That's and hitting right. those shots. Now, LeBron can argue I was making the good basketball plays by drawing the defense to me and kicking it out to him. But, yeah. I agree. Look, maybe it'll work. Maybe the thing, that, everything we know about Russell Westbrook is wrong. Maybe everything we've ever seen, the mountain of evidence out there of his entire career is, is completely counter to what he's going to do with the Lakers. And if that's the case... Maybe Wes Anderson puts Vin Diesel in a movie and it works. Right? Wes Anderson, if you're out there, go put Vin Diesel in your next movie. And see if it works. And you never know. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe we've just never seen the thing that Russ is about to do. And you have to figure for that. There's no doubt he's talented. Yeah. There's no doubt he's an athlete. Mm. There's no doubt that he's... He's one of the best players of all time. Is he a Hall of Famer? Probably. So you got 3 Hall of Famers on your team right now. And I guess that's a good thing. Great. But is it is it the best team? Is it the best team? Kawhi Leonard's not going to play next year because he's you know how he nurses injuries. Like if he had a hangnail I'd be like, eh, this season might be questionable." So, questionable. yeah, he's going to be out with surgery and rehab. He's not going to come back. And then even if he were to come back, he'd probably have load management, so he probably wouldn't play a bunch of those games. What right. do, right. no, baby? So you're talking about a Clippers team that's going to be down. Really, can, can, they beat the, can the Lakers beat the Suns? That's the question. Or Utah. Or Utah if Dame Lillard goes to Utah. I'm going to throw that out there. Or Denver if Murray gets healthy again. Can you imagine Dame Lillard on Utah? Mm. <clears throat> Damian Lillard and Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. That team, suddenly, I'm like, try and beat that team. I mean, I don't think the Lakers are done. What if the Lakers go after Dame Lillard? They might. They could. They no, could. They're, they're certainly not uh, averse to spending money. I mean. We're it, in the age of super teams. That's right. It could happen. It makes me love that Milwaukee won this last year so much. It, and the way they won. Right. And so when you think about the draft, it makes me love uh, the third pick in the draft. Evan Mobley to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cleveland, Congratulations. You got a guy who could be the next. You build your team around this guy, Evan Mobley. Call Giannis's trainer. Put 35 pounds on, and you still have the speed, the foot speed, seven foot. This guy is the. This guy's the future of what an NBA center looks like. And Cleveland, you got him. Congratulations. Now go try and build the team like Milwaukee did. That's the way I want to see a team get built. Mm-hmm. And I love Cade Cunningham. I love the Detroit pick. I can't tell you what I think about Jalen Green. Is that who his name is? Jalen, I, I, I'm like, do I even know? Jalen Suggs and Franz Wagner to Orlando That's is also a, a great one two punch. Jalen Green, I'm like, he played in the G League. The G League to me is like you went and joined the Plumbers Union. We don't know anything about it. Squad Brothers, filling in for Jim Rome on CBS Sports Radio. Stay with us. <laughs>
2: This is a
3: metaphor for your business's journey. Sometimes it feels like the world is throwing everything it has at you, and to succeed, you need someone to guide you through. That's what Dell Technologies Advisors do. They have the tech advice to help you navigate whatever challenges
2: you're up against and get you safely to where you want to (sighs) be.
1: Call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL
3: and do more with modern devices and
1: Windows 10 Pro. There's a new Giannis book. It's called I Won't Watch the US Versus Iran in Basketball because I don't want to pay for the Peacock Channel. What? No, that's not what it's called. That's not what it's called. But did you see that? Yeah. Giannis refused to buy Peacock, that Mm -hmm. streaming service. Why? Too pricey too pricey. Too pricey for Giannis? You went to Chick-fil-A with the trophies in the car and you bought a fifty piecer. Did you get Did you see that? That was an unbelievable TikTok because he's got the trophies in his lap and yeah. I whoever was with him, his wife, his girlfriend, whoever, he was like, I she's like, You got the trophies with you. He's like, I got the trophies with me because, because I, I had to make sure it wasn't a dream. What if I wake up and it's all a dream? That's, it makes you love Giannis so much. He's he's the most badass dude ever, and yet he's saying to himself, what if I wake up and this isn't true? I got to hold these trophies with me when I go to Chick-fil-A and order 50-piece. He orders a 50-piece. Why? Because he scored 50. Why? Because it was 50 years since Milwaukee had won a title. I love this dude. So apparently he tweeted out, this is before U.S. beat Iran, uh, what time's the U.S. team playing tonight and which channel? Tweeted it out. Yeah. That's the, his channel guide. Just tweeting stuff out. It. Tell me what it is. I, that's his Google. You, Giannis has got to have an assistant he can ask this to. Like, he could probably just tweet out, hey, what do wasps eat? And and someone. <laughs> He'll will get answers. Would they eat splinters? He's crowdsourcing his Google searches. Dude, that is amazing. Isn't there an equipment manager at the Bucks? Someone's got to be on his staff. Yeah, someone so, who, so he tweeted out and someone tweeted back at him, oh man, knowing how you feel about a subscription to The Athletic, you're not going to like this one. Oh, Then proceeded to tweet at him and tell him that you got to buy a subscription to Peacock, NBC streaming service, in order to watch that game. And the what did Giannis movie. tweet back? If I got to pay, never mind. Giannis, you should be paying for all of it. You got money, bro. You should be paying for it. And you live in Milwaukee, so cost of living is not high. And if I'm Peacock, I'm immediately sending him over a password and a username and a free subscription. He's Giannis, the then I'm getting. Then I'm getting him to watch old episodes of The Office. Then I'm getting him to like get way into the thing. Then I'm putting him in a promo for Peacock. Greek freak MVP. There's, I said I wouldn't password. pay for it, but now I can't stop watching. I mean, wouldn't that be a great promo? Dude, if Giannis was like, I didn't want to pay for it, but how stupid was I? Peacock's amazing. Now I can't stop watching it. And then just put giant peacock feathers behind him. Back to the actual book on Giannis. It's called The Improbable Rise of an NBA MVP. And in it, there's an excerpt. So this came out this week about Jason Kidd. Okay, he was this coach. Is- Coaching the Bucks in 2014. If it's about Jason Kidd, let a- let me get to it. Okay, <laughs> apparently Randy he punished the team because one of the players had an Android phone and was messing up the team group chats. First of all, messing up is a is a strong term because I don't know that he just was making them green instead of blue. <laughs> is it that just, it? By the way, that's how it's it's a metaphor for your most controlling relative in your right. family, right? right? Your most controlling relative who's like. Can someone please turn the air on? So now everyone's freezing because right. one person, person is like, can't "I can't handle, handle, handle the regular temperature." That Jason Kid just asked someone to turn the air on, and first of all, should Jason Kid—this is what you're getting about to get at—should he be punishing anyone? No, I mean, given his own history, the, should he be? The dude had an Android phone. He didn't drive while intoxicated and crash his SUV. All right, kid. He, some didn't, he didn't per, some, lay hands on anyone. A little perspective, please, Jay Kidd. But apparently, Jason Kidd is a hard-nosed coach. Strict coach. From 2014, 8 to 18 at the Bucs and wasn't afraid to punish the team for one player's mistake. Like, look, if a player slipped in practice, according to the people who play there, he would make every other mm-hmm. player run sprints while that player who made the mistake... Had to watch from the sideline. That is so that cold. That is so cold, and it's a great way to build team unity, right? Sure, it's a great way to get everybody mad at another team member. So and supposedly, according to Kid, this would encourage players to hold each other accountable, huh, while, while using you, like psychological punishments on individual players to, pro- to promote more urgent, you know, mental focus and being involved. He's like shining a light on mental health in the wrong way. It also made players hate other players and also hate the coach. Yeah. So he employs his tactic. This is how he coaches, right? Against former Bucs center Thon Maker. Remember Thon Maker? I do. Barely. He is a Thon Maker. I think he played for Cleveland in January. Well, why didn't someone who knew, like, why didn't someone do the Thon song? Thon, thon to thon thon thon, 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 What? Someone should come up with that. Cause he wasn't good enough. Okay. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. All right, so he was using an Android phone instead of an iPhone. Which, bro, come, come all right. on. This one I kind of get. I mean, Thon Maker, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm shocked I'm Thon Maker had a smartphone at all. Let me just say that. Like I, I would assume that Thon Maker, hey man, can you get uh Call me on your Nokia Pebble. He's like, I can't do photos on my phone, and then flips it open. <laughs> flips. You're like, is that from Breaking Bad? What's go- Are you gonna Is that f- from a drawer? Is that a burner? Like, no one should look at Thonmaker's phone and say the phrase, is that a burner? Speaking of Breaking Bad, thoughts and prayers to Bob Odenkirk, our who buddy. Is, who is more, getting more stable. So Good. You. At one point, center Thonmaker didn't have an iPhone messing up the team's blue bubble chat the book excerpt read kid was upset about it made the team run made the team run because kid felt that maker was not getting an iphone that was an example of the team not being united come on man i'm sorry i kind of agree with this get an iphone bro you're thon maker there is something. make one there is something beautiful about it about a all blue yeah an all blue text, text chain. chain come on I'm always like, who's got the, I look, have and I'm the like, who on his, this long chain it's doesn't have this it? green. And I'm sure. I see you, Jason. Kidd. I'm sure Jason Kidd would look, took a while to try and figure out who it was. The Mavs, Think. okay, so so he was, it was the Bucks. They're green. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe he, I, I don't know why he wasn't cool with the green. Yeah, dude. You're green. Green chain. I like it. During kids' four-year tenure in Milwaukee from 2014 to 2018, the Bucks went a combined 139 and 152. Hey, for that record, I'd make Jason Kidd run while the rest of the team was watching. Yeah, someone should have made him run laps for that. Mm-hmm. Did anyone thank Jason Kidd from the podium the other night? No. When, when, when the, the box won. won? Hey, we couldn't have done this without Jason Kidd making us run because Thon Maker didn't have an iPhone. No one mentioned that phrase. So, Jason Kidd has been hired to be the next coach of the Dallas Mavericks. That's what you have to look forward to, Luca. You better, Luca, you better. Trade in that Samsung Galaxy, Chris Stapps. That's right. Unless you want to run laps. Chris Stapps, run the laps. You got to get right. That's right. I think the kid. I think Jason Kidd should buy the team iPhone eights, <laughs> just, just for text change. Small iPhone eights that okay. in my daughter's hand would look small, and you can use those phones for your side pieces as well. How about sure. that? If anything, this story makes me feel bad for Thon Maker, Randy. Someone get him an iPhone and a subscription to Peacock. Get him a subscription to Peacock. Where is Thon Maker today? I don't know, but it is kind of funny that Giannis is putting Jason Kidd on blast in his book. There's something kind of cool about that. I I do think it is great. And who's going to take Jason Kidd's side over Giannis right now? At this point. Giannis right now could go after Gail King and it would be cool. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the cred he has. He's Mm -hmm. like, start throwing flames, bro, because you're up there and no one's going to take that away from Mm -hmm. you. Trade pros, whether you specialize in service or new construction, Ferguson knows firsthand how much work goes into a long day on the job, which is why we're committed to offering the products and solutions to get every job done right. With over a 1,000 locations, an unmatched selection of specialty products, tools, and supplies, our pro pickup and same or next day delivery, you can trust that doing business with Ferguson will be the easiest part of your hard day's work. Visit ferguson.com to find a counter location near you studio guest always exciting the energy is great gar Reines, the batting stance guy joining us as we kick off our three of what was three days this week phenomenal follow gar Reines, batting stance guy on instagram that is a medium for you oh perfect. are you on tiktok emotionally you got to get, get on. got to get on, I'm making that happen today. We're going to make that happen. Your stuff is so, so perfect for it's TikTok. It's bite sized and beautiful and perfect for TikTok. At batting G on Twitter. He's written books. Uh, a book. And uh, <laughs> books. It's, a, it's book. a book that has been. Uh, a book. A book. That's been printed so many times. It's now many books. <laughs> Uh, but we are here to talk about baseball because baseball is off the rails right now. Yeah. Trade deadline is is today. Deals are happening. Yeah. Teams uh, are changing. The, the Dodgers. Dodgers. The Dodgers just keep getting bet. Max Scherzer, like, so, like, j- just, I want you to f- affix your hat on your head mm cuz you do for people who don't know he does the best impressions of everybody's batting stance and it is it's basically a window into their soul. Max Scherzer his hat is never on straight mm-hmm. and it always looks like he is so like he looks like the kid who's mad because you cleaned up his room <laughs> without his permission. Yeah,
3: someone stole his color contact cuz he has two different color eyes. He's so like know know a wolf. he's like a timber yeah. he's a timber, yeah. wolf.
1: timber. So put your hat around forward mm-hmm. and I want you to do Max Scherzer coming off the mound and just being really upset. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's just angry Come on, come on Yeah, he's that He's that all the time And that's, by the way That's him like ordering Taco Bell in the drive-thru He's just Our angry. Noggles He's from St. Louis well, he, He's gonna come out to Southern California now how does Max Scherzer alter the landscape of that crazy three-team? These are the three best teams in the I National I mean, it League. feels like the Padres, sadly, are the are the ones left I'll out. I'll
3: tell you how he does it, is that he would have pitched the wild-card game for the Padres against the Dodgers. That's and right. And
1: now he's going to pitch against the Padres. I
3: say no, because he's already given up a grand slam to a relief pitcher in San Diego this year. Okay. Come, okay. So, What they're doing is they're getting him away from facing them. So I think Walker Buehler still would start a one-game
1: playoff. Oh, yeah. We forgot that they have Walker Buehler, who is insane. Walker Buehler, Texas Ranger. But but Scherzer, to me, is such a big-game, big-time pitcher who's done it before. It's like he still has so much juice. I, I, you know, I know maybe this year he's fallen off a little bit, but I think the Dodgers get better by having him.
3: What's crazy, too, is that in um, in an era when we are quick to focus on the worst
2: mm-hmm.
3: deals of all time, so right. Pujols was not worth $30 million. That's all right. These, these long-term right. contracts there, you could make the case that the Washington Nationals mm-hmm. signed the best free agent Contract in history with Max Scherzer because yep. basically what yes. they got out of him was a world championship, mm-hmm. what four or five Cy Young final, uh, two Cy Young awards. Incredible. He's been a top five five years in he, a row.
1: He gave them his bed, the best years of his
3: life. He, he's he, he he they got all their money's worth, even signing him to a huge deal. And by the way, very quietly, he could easily sign with the Nats in a few months.
1: Right, because so he will be done. A, I mean, where's Trey Turner, guy. they get him
3: for another year. I think Jose Barrios who just went to the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays have him for another year. It always costs more if you get a full another year of a player. Sure, but they're they're just they're trying to just seal this deal right now and go back to back. So
1: yeah, the to next, yeah, the Dodgers want to well, win now. the Dodgers want to win. Well, The Dodgers want to win now, and they know that next year they'll get Dustin May back, and they know that you know Kershaw may be full. And they next and year.
3: they they gave up some top prospects, but mm-hmm. I think I've told you before. A scout once told me, Gar, let me tell you something. <laughs> Prospects—another word for ain't done.
1: Yeah, and yeah, bleep exactly. that out. Bleep that out. exactly. Let's yeah, w- no.
3: L- play with the guy that you know is awesome, not it's the know, guy a that bird in the hand. Hit just hit three home
1: runs in AAA, like the devil you know. And and the pro because you can you. you I would say fifty percent of prospects, maybe forty percent, pan out, maybe less. 40? Forty, forty, thirty. I would say. <laughs> 30%? So if 30% of prospects pan out and you've got a known commodity.
3: Like top prospects? I, I feel like the numbers are lower. Right. I, I feel like right. first rounders. I mean, yeah. the year we most of us graduated high school, the number one pick didn't even make the major league, Brian so, Taylor.
1: So, Gar, the, so you just mentioned that the, the Blue Jays, while mm-hmm. we were on the air, got Jose Barrios mm-hmm. and the Twins' best pitcher, how does that help them in their run? Because I think we are not we're not talking about the Blue Jays. To me, if you're talking about the American League, you're talking about two teams: the Astros and the Red Sox, and, and the May- Yankees just got so much better. And the Rays and the Yankees got better because, as we mentioned Wait, earlier, did, they? did the Yankees get better? They well, I think they did. They they, they changed their t- lineup. They made it more difficult to pitch to all the right-handed hitters.
3: So this- yes, with Rizzo, but with Gallo, it's like. Wait, they you, got so, a lot of strike. You, you wait. You got someone over six foot three right. that hits a lot of homers that strikes out a lot and but doesn't get a on He's a good base
1: fielder. All. He's a good fielder. It's just
3: you have that in triplicate. What you yeah. need is a bunch of guys that get on base, right? So that so those that guys, the can, other drive guys, guys can
1: drive them home.
3: Yeah, because it's hard to hit three run homers with nobody on base.
1: Yeah, but Rizzo's are like. I, we were saying At this.
3: Rizzo, yeah, yeah. No, that, that makes sense. Isn't Rizzo's the guy who's
1: like, let me tell you how to win, Yankees. I let me tell think, you what it's like to mean, win a World
3: Series. The Yankees need another pitcher. With, with the Blue. Here's the good thing with the Blue Jays. Right. So they scored tons of runs. They have mm-hmm. awesome guys on the field. They're, they're hitting homers. They're, you know, mm-hmm. Vlad will get. Otani should win the MVP, but Vlad should be second place. That's you know? right. And so they got Burrios and Brad Hand. Like, mm-hmm. they just
1: need to pitch better. That's and if right. they pitch better, they'll
3: they can they'll make, be, a run. make a run.
1: Yeah, they but can. No, nobody's talking about the Rays. The Rays, Champa Bay. Come on. I yeah, mean, I mean uh, the Randy
3: Arosa Ra- Rays. They just whatever they do
1: works, and right. you'll go to a
3: game in September, and there's like five they'll be in people first there. place, and you don't know any of the play. Like their cleanup hitter, you'll be like Brandon. The- Wait, at one point I went to a game where they had two different guys named Lau or Low that were pronounced differently,
1: and both were cr- killing it.
3: Yeah. Well, and one ended up on the Rangers, but
1: um <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I can't believe how good the Rays are and that was his loud point. Stop. <laughs> Stop. I'll say Stop. this. <laughs> I think what's interesting to me is that the Rays are like a millennial at a fish taco stand in L.A. You don't understand how they're putting it all together. <laughs> or and how they have the money to do what they're doing. They're crushing it. They're like wearing three fanny packs and a glow hat and then like a tuxedo tails. But then and they're, sneakers whole, they're, and they're like with the most beautiful woman you've ever like, seen. You're like, is like how is this happening? How, I don't know how this The Rays is are just killing it. In essence, they took the book from
3: Moneyball and made it. Better. So they yeah. keep beating the A's in the wildcard game, and they right. kind of keep beating the A's at what the A's is do. Due. It's just, you know, what, Lander Like, their GM is not played by Brad Pitt.
1: Right. right? They have That's a, right. They have a less hot GM. Yeah. It, 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 as far nameless, as that goes.
3: You know, because Friedman, they... they the Rays are awesome. By the way, the Rays might have gotten Scherzer. That, that's, the, that's that, a, like, they were mentioned in a bunch of these players. But, but, like, they might get Kyle Gibson. Sh- right, the-
1: but does Scherzer want to go to the Rays? I mean, like, no. Scherzer to, I, I thought Scherzer to the Cardinals maybe makes sense if yeah. he if he wants to come home and be a hometown hero. And if they want to mend fences and say, we're sorry we didn't take you we before. We're sorry we didn't draft you in yeah. the, at the beginning, but, like. You know, that, I felt like that's the small market team he could have gone to. Again, I feel like we're not talking about the Rays and we're not talking about the Brewers enough. I mean, should we be talking about them more? I mean, if you're a
3: big RBI totals guy, Eduardo Escobar hu- is a huge find. Can we them. call it RSB RSBI? RSBI. It, RSBI. It, it's RBI. Yeah, the, the, the runs
1: batted in, yeah, not run batted in.
3: Yeah, the good. The Brewers should win their division.
1: But they're not going to do anything against, against the, the Dodgers, Dodgers or the Dodgers or, or the, the Giants. Giants.
3: Well, they have the starting pitching to do it, just sure. regular season-wise. But the problem is with the postseason, it feels like the 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 non-hard thrower, it just, I don't know why the it, Okay, let's put it in 85 Cardinals terms so let's you can understand. It. Okay, mm-hmm. please. Um, John Tudor was just out of this world Amazing. in the regular season. And then in the postseason, he was yeah, not he, awesome. He I, it's just like weird, bit. like where mm-hmm. Nolan Ryan, like that like... Roger Clement, Justin Verlander, the Garrett Cole, the, the DeGrom. I just, like, when the Mets went to the World Series, like, of course they did. Because there's, like, Syndergaard, that, that,
1: that plays whole, better. I don't know
3: if it's the cold or what.
1: or It's but, harder to hit a hard thrower in November.
3: Yeah, that, like, Dallas Keuchel, that kind of, like, awe. I mean, Keuchel basically shut out the Yankees that one wildcard game back in the day. But it feels like... The hard thrower plays better in the postseason. In the
1: post than the regular
3: season. Which same same with closers. I mean, Kenley Jansen doesn't really fire at hundred, and he keeps not getting, getting, he keeps right. getting shelled. keeps getting shells. Yeah, because- even when they won it, it was like Blake Trinan. Julio Arias, like they were kind of in at the. So
1: end. you know how in the NBA like defense tightens up in the oh, NBA yeah. finals yeah. and like the guys you know, get more dialed guys in. Guys get more dialed mm-hmm. in. I feel like hitters are more dialed Agreed. in. Pitches that fool guys during the regular season because they're like it's. We got I told totally Listen, as a
3: warrior fan growing up, I was like yeah. Don Nelson could sneak into a Detroit, you know, and like <sighs> beat the world champ. But if you had. If you had seven games against them, be like your weakness we, will not, be exposed. This gimmick is not going to work. Right. The coach really, whereas it's like, oh, let's try to run with you, and then they would win.
1: This is pre so the the, the junk ball pitchers are having. So have we have we come back down to earth a little bit with like the hey, I got to check your glove and you know make sure you don't have spider tack. I mean, have we ha- have you seen the numbers come back as far as hitting is concerned, and it's less pitching dominant.
3: Well, so the guy that got suspended, mm-hmm. Hector Santiago, he, for having rosin on it, what? Come on, it was yeah. rosin. Wanna, yeah. <laughs> he just got suspended 80 I, games for steroids.
1: Oh, so you're like, Good let's, times, so, <laughs> man. let's dig a little bit further. What? So it's like Rules? rosin and more.
3: Rosin plus. Rosin plus, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, certainly the, uh, I mean, luckily, people are getting hit in the face less. I felt like that was happening a lot early yeah, in the season. Like, right? guys getting plucked in the face. Yeah, I know the the numbers, like people are hitting a little bit better. We're not
1: getting a no-hitter every week. That's true. That is true. That's so, yeah, week. think about that. Think yeah. about, I mean, if someone's saying, hey, it didn't make a difference, we've been doing this for years. Well, look at the second, you know, look at the last month or two yeah. months since they started enforcing it. We're not seeing So that. every pitcher is
3: now a Colorado Rocky where their mm-hmm. curve doesn't curve that much, right? It's n- straighter. There's it, no it's more, right? Goofy, it's not dropping off nothing the table. Falls off the table. You're not. And pitching Ninja, who's a great follow on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He, he is basically shown a lot of the movement was like Greg Maddox type with the tack. It's just the, some of these like overlays of like, Oh, here's my curve. Here's my slider. Here's my change. I mean, it was, yeah. Whiff, it was
1: wiffle ball. It, was, it was you
3: guys in Creve Corps playing wiffle ball. <laughs> Thank you. So That's I I just watched
1: on TikTok. I think it was Phil Negro's like three hundredth win oh, with, yeah, yeah, on yeah. the Yankees. Yeah, that yeah. last pitch that he threw and it was a curveball and the guy just swung so far away yeah. from the ball and I'm like. Whatever he did to that ball. And by the way, Phil Necro probably at the time was five or six years younger than us. And, and he, looked looked like like dad, right? <laughs> he looked like
3: our he dad. 100%. He looked like our dad. He was actually younger than us
1: right now. Yes, but he looked his, like our dad. To quote you from Letterman, it was what he was doing was in the family of Wiffle. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, what I don't understand how a ball can move like that. What a pull. Of course he struck the guy out. Of course that's out in the game. He's doing... He filed this thing down. It's like, <laughs> it's probably in the shape of a rhombus, this ball. That was Joe. Oh, that was, that was Joe. Joe sorry. sorry. But still. Phil Negro had to be doing something. He you, learned it from somewhere. He's like,
3: I don't have anything in my back pocket. <laughs> Whoosh. Yeah. And then Herbeck even was like, hey, what's hey, that?
1: What's that? <laughs> no, you saw the umpire on that Yeah, that was Joe Negro but. Yes, so what? So what are the Yankees getting? I know you brought your bat, and what are the Yankees getting in terms of stances oh. with the, what we consider to be the new Rizzoli and Isles? And we're of course talking about <laughs> Rizzo and Gallo because there's some similarities there a little bit, right?
3: What, mobster Italian names, yes, going to but like so some like, pelvic thrusts and oh, they they couldn't have gotten two better players. I'm gonna move to the side, stance-wise. give you a side. And okay. you do it right here. Do so right stance wise, let's just be real. All right, so. Anthony Rizzo, Cubs fans know this, and they've been bothered by it for years. But okay. so Anthony Rizzo, when he stands up, okay, mm-hmm. where's the camera? All right, when he stands up, okay, he moves his pelvis. he he does this like pelvic thrust, yeah. where his pelvis will be in the strike zone and but out it, of the strike zone. By the way, he stands right on uh, the plate. He is so far on on the, the plate's
1: behind him. Yeah, the plate and, is and so him. he
3: moves his his hips in and out, and I get. I get like I my know if we can do this on team. my sister's do that on friends team? will basically be like, "What is the deal with Rizzo? What's right. he doing?" And then with two strikes, like you and Core, he will choke up like wild. I yeah. mean, like
1: halfway up the bat. Like he's like Chris Carpenter in a or not uh, Matt Carpenter yeah. in like a in one of his practice swings,
3: imitating Felix Meon or Dave Chalk. That's okay. how
1: far back we're going. <laughs> yeah, All right. That's so so then, and then
3: Gallo is okay. So Gallo will manically. Just go to town with his left foot on. Digging. The, like digging yeah. for gold. Like if he was a leadoff hitter, everyone else at the 12-year girls' softball tournament would be like, this girl. why? Wow. So like, we Kuh, have to stand Kuh, Kuh, in that. Kuh, Kuh. So he'll go crazy. Then he'll do a lot of like um, trying to put a glove on that's halfway on with the, <laughs> with the bat. Using the, the bat. bat to push yeah, the batting and glove the bat, in. And then. He'll puff his chest out. He'll do more. Okay, so then he'll he chokes up a little bit. Uh-huh. So then he'll put the bat down on the ground, go all the way down like in a catcher's <laughs> crouch, and then move his booty back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're in the stadium, it's even better. So go to Yankee Stadium, watch Gallo, and watch from the side to be like, what is, what is he, he doing? doing? And then he'll kick again. He's doing and water then, aerobics. Then he'll do a thing where he puts his bat under his armpit.
1: Like making a noise. And
3: like like Puffing his chest out and being tough, mm-hmm. aggressively
1: then, readjusting his batting gloves,
3: and then in unison, like he's a baton twirler at a parade, yeah. he will drop his bat into,
1: into his, his hand. hand. Oh!
3: Then he'll do the same thing, go back all the way down, and then when he stands up, he does the Nolan Arenado. Okay, I'm standing up. Why don't I just touch my back on the ground by leaning backwards? <laughs>
2: That's a so y-
3: the Matt Carpenter. Y- Nolan Arenado, he'll Yoga go way move. back. Yeah. And then he'll do more and he'll kick. And then he'll just swing as hard as he absolutely can. He has oh a like, three outcome. He's gonna hit a homer, run. He's, he's gonna, gonna walk, walk, or he's, he's gonna, gonna strike out.
1: That's, that's it. it. There's no and there's no saying. They
3: couldn't have gotten two better guys. I know their whole their whole their whole lineup is dominated by Righty, so yeah. it's a great find, but like
1: it diversifies it as far as the type of bats you're throwing in. If there is left-handed pitching, you have to think about who you're throwing in. I, I love how much detail you put into the impressions. I love how deep you go. And to me, like, I'll watch your impression and just laugh, and I don't think I even realize every single little I couldn't move. tell you all the things that Joey Gallo did, but yes, it's that. I mean, he's doing more stuff than Jerry Callow in My Cousin Vinny. (laughs) Or Vincent Gallo. Or Vincent Gallo in Buffalo 66.
3: And you guys went to Michigan. So to bring Ohio State into this, the Yankees are trying to win the Joey Gallo way.
1: Yes, the Gallo way. The Gallo way! Joey Gallo! That's fantastic. Buccaneers, Cowboys, amazing. Uh, so, but no one's going to be Boston, and no one's going to be Houston. I mean, that's literally what we're going to see: is Boston and Houston. Let's, let's in the AL, yes, in the AL, and then one of those teams will leave. I don't know. The
3: Red Sox are they're 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 Beanable. not terrible. The, the Red Sox could they they. They
1: keep winning. Right. I'm saying the Red Sox and the Astros Astros feel like they're going to be there at the end. They'll They'll be there at the end. And then in the National League, I guess it's whoever emerges from the West. It'll be the the Dodgers in San Diego or the Giants in San Diego or the Giants and the Dodgers. And that's you're going to see. Yeah, those
3: three are going to. Well, whoever wins will have a huge advantage because one of those
1: teams. Go play someone else.
3: Yeah. However. The Reds are weirdly catching
1: fire. Right.
3: And I've had some good interaction with the Reds. Like, Tyler Stevenson is like, every time I'll tweet something out, he's, like, super on
1: it. Nick and then, Castellanos, who's almost yeah. as hairy as you are.
3: This one you'll love. So, did you see the Javi Baez walk off against Amir Garrett? Oh, I didn't see I, it, but yes, I've you I've seen saw that it.
1: back and forth. Over it and over, okay? insane.
3: So, it's insane, and they have a huge history. Amir Garrett is the guy that literally charged the Pirates' dugout. So he went to fight the whole team. (laughs) That's right. And then Javi buys. they have a long history. So even if when he wasn't involved in a brawl with the Reds, he he would would be the first one out out saying, why are you talking? Why are you talking? So they're both barking to each other. Mm -hmm. And so Amir Garrett comes in for one pitch. Uh Seems like a pretty tough dude. Javi hits the ball. It's a double. It's a walk-off. And he just – Javi just stands, looks at him, Uh starts barking, and then makes – Kind of a like I'm paddling I a row boat. the, or boat. Row the boat. boat. It wasn't yeah. a sweep, so but it was like PJ what is Fleck he doing? Row the boat. PJ
1: Fleck, University of Minnesota. So, row the boat
3: because this is what we do. So I go onto a paddle board and recreate. I that saw moment. that. Hilarious. I saw that. Yes. So you
1: caught you caught not only a paddle after you yeah after you hit a ball. So pretend
3: to be Javi, <laughs> Hit a the ball. Board. And then they throw me a paddle and then I start paddling uh-huh. and then I put it on Instagram story uh-huh. and then um sure enough I get a direct message Amir Garrett saying LOL I love it
1: that's, that's hilarious. hilarious the guy who, who served it up So I <laughs> the guy who I just got- love that announcer I feel like there's a groundswell for what you're doing that that yeah. announcers in in games In games are are referencing you talking about you Make- playing clips of your thing during the game from your Instagram, I just love it so much. I yeah, it's like- been
3: it's been pretty strange. So the the Giants commented on it recently, and yep. then the Padres. Yep. And then Boog Schiambi, who is the him. national ESPN yes, radio postseason forever, and then now he's doing the Cubs. Right. So what'll happen is he will he will DM me or text yeah, me yeah. and say like, "Hey, do you have a Rafael Ortega?" And in some cases, I'll be like, "No." no. Let, I let me get look up. Let it. me look up Rafael Ortega. <laughs> So I was down in San Diego, and I was across the street. There was the the arena where the scene in Almost Famous is. Yes. Like, Don't take drugs. Yeah, <laughs> originally right. it's That's all it. happening. Yeah. So I'm I'm there, and then I go across the street to a record store. I'm looking through, and then I get something from Buk Shambi saying, "Hey, do you do a Rafael Ortega?" So then I look up a few of his things, and I'm like, "Oh wow, he does." Do, he's like a 30 year old rookie. Well, not rookie, but from Venezuela. And, yeah. and so I then go across the street, and then shoot it with like the almost famous thing and then send it to him. Yeah, send it to him. He references it and then he on air apparently that game they he it. on air said, "Hey, I'm going to text batting it saying oh, it's a guy right now." So there was so I would then hear about it from other people like hey, they just mentioned you and then Ortega Amazing. and I now are friends and like it it's it's like really this course. is
1: the world we live in. This is why you have to get on TikTok. We're going to make this happen. <laughs> Uh, I'm ex- so excited. Dynamon. I'm so excited for the stretch run of baseball. I do think there is a lot to look forward to. I do think there are a lot of teams that still have hope. Like you said, there there's the Reds in. Yeah,
3: they're um, only six or so behind the Padres, and if the Padres falter. slow down at yeah. all, yeah. that the Reds are on a weird roll.
1: Who's that team in the American League that we can say? I mean, obviously, we're sort of, you know, the White Sox have been playing well, but yeah. are the Guardians? <laughs> I mean, the Guardians feel. I like think the they Cardinals. just got rid of
3: Cesar Hernandez to right. the White Sox. Uh, no, I I think the Blue Jays would be more of a team now so that they by have. By the way, age. tonight's their first night playing literally in front of their home crowd. So because remember, they've, they've been, been in Buffalo, in, where and in, in Rochester, right? Yeah, in Rochester. no, no, Buffalo. Buffalo, yeah. And so, I don't know. Maybe that's uh, uh, the type of lift that gets yeah. the Blue Jays all the way.
1: I love it. Gar Ryan S., the Batting Stance Guy, if you're not following him, at Batting Stance Guy on Instagram. He's soon so. to be on TikTok. <laughs> thank you so much. At Batting Stance G. And the book is... Uh, Batting Stance Guy, a love letter to baseball. I love Shout it so out much. to Bryce, your nephew. Thank and you. And his dad, a big Rome fan. I love it. I want to talk NBA because the draft was last night. Trades are huge. Who do we bring in? How about senior NBA writer for NBC Sports? He's amazing every time he's on. Kurt Heelan joins us now. Kurt, big night last night, uh, and I'm there's so many questions I have for you. What was your overall about the draft and the trades and all this stuff? Are you excited about the what is about to happen in the shifting in the NBA?
2: I am
0: because I think it left as many questions as it did answers. Yeah, like I agree. It, 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 I, that's the fun part of it, it's right? Like, oh, wow, Russell Westbrook changed teams to the Lakers. How much better does that make them exactly. in the playoffs? Because there's a lot of questions exactly. out there. Exactly,
1: Kurt. I'm saying to myself, and if we have to have this discussion, it's like not—it's to borrow a basketball phrase, it is not a slam dunk. No. To oh, me, no. ball it, don't lie. Ball don't lie. It's like it's it's like a Giannis free throw. It could be good, but it, maybe it's not going to be good. I don't know. You know, that, that is, was a bit of a head-scratcher. Obviously, for Russell Westbrook to get home to the Lakers, it always felt like he was going to try and get home to Southern California. But how does he make that team better when he hasn't made any team better that he's been on?
0: In the short term and in the regular season, I think he he certainly solves some problems. They desperately need secondary shot creation, right? Like they right. wanted someone to help out LeBron James. That was what Dennis Schroeder was supposed to do. That's right. The only guy who's done it was was Rondo in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, nobody's really filled that role well. Mm-hmm. Westbrook can look. Westbrook's going to create shots. He's going to create opportunities. Um, and if if and not, you know, knock on wood, this doesn't happen. But if LeBron or Anthony Davis have to miss some time
1: or load management.
0: Yeah, exactly. You've got somebody, but I was telling Laker fans, friends of mine, you know, I'm I'm based in Southern California. If Laker fan friends are all like, this is great. I'm like, think back two Mm -hmm. years to when you guys played the Rockets in the bubble in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. What was the strategy? Yeah. Double Harden, get the ball out of his hands. Don't let him beat you. Don't cover Westbrook.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. Let him him shoot all the shots he wants to take, and he'll want to take all of them.
0: Exactly. He is a career 40% shooter in the playoffs, Mm -hmm. and – below 30% from three. Hmm. it's he, I, You can help off him in the postseason. He has defensive lapses. Right. In the playoffs, I think it's a real issue, especially second round and beyond, which is what the Lakers are thinking about. I think it's a real issue. We'll see how they round up a roster. Maybe they can get some shooting on the cheap and all that. But yeah, they're going to have I'm to. not sold.
1: I mean, for me, I was saying, is this the moment where LeBron shapes a guy? I mean, is this his chance yeah. to say, okay, for my legacy, I need you to be this. Just do this for me.
0: I'd like to think that. It worked so well with Kyrie. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get it. Maybe he – Maybe I mean, I think that that's the, the unknown is, A, LeBron's ability to control the locker room and get guys to, to play a certain way. But the other thing is just simply, if LeBron and Anthony Davis are close to 100% healthy – Lakers are contenders. They're great, for sure. (laughs) It's the best duo. They're going to be in the mix. Right. It's really that simple. Westbrook, coming or going, doesn't change anything. If those two guys are playing at an elite level, they can hang with anyone. So
1: here's my question because I I, want to get into this with you because Dame Lillard, to me, seems like he is at the Kevin Durant – not Kevin Durant, Kevin Garnett in Minnesota point where he's done all that he can do with what he can do and that team is just in the packing order portland is not a bad team look in the didn't they make it to the semi conference semifinals in the bubble so you're saying to yourself they are they're not a bad team but they're behind golden state when golden state's healthy they're behind utah they're behind denver they're behind the clippers if they're healthy they're behind the lakers they're behind phoenix now he's got to go somewhere if he wants to win a championship where does he go? Someone when does he go to the Lakers? Or when does he go Lakers? <laughs> or when does he go to Utah and and a backcourt with him and Donovan Mitchell? Like, don't you want to see Dame in a big game when it counts with the ball, literally shooting from not 50 in the Olympics, feet, not in the Olympics, shooting from fifty feet out to win a game like that? He that guy deserves a big shot moment.
0: You were the first people ever to say, you know. He wants to go to Utah. And I like, <laughs> Nobody's, Nobody's ever said that. that. No,
1: because um, it's not happening. Mormons no. don't even say that
0: no. anymore. No, um, no. He also doesn't want to be that guy, that superstar, that guy who pushes his way out and around it. I think he—he he doesn't. He, he, he's walking on a, a, a tightrope that's just uh, almost impossible to walk. You can't be the nice guy who forces his way out. If you're going to force your way out you need to go Jimmy Butler in Minnesota, man. Just right. <laughs> get right. your butt out of there, right? right? Like, make it so ugly they can't keep you. And I think he's – I think the Garnett example is perfectly that. And by the way, what did Garnett say now it's to this day, we'll say?
1: I wish I, I would have gotten – I should have gotten yeah, out earlier. Yeah, I think done it before. Yeah.
0: I think, I think he's there. I Where he goes gets really interesting. I think Philly is fascinating. Yeah. Just because they have, A, they're contenders. He goes great with Joel Embiid. But – how does Neil Olshay and the Philip and the Portland people feel about
1: Ben Simmons?
0: Ben Simmons? Like that's, that, that's the core of any trade. He, Bradley Beale made some sense. there, um, kind of in, in Philadelphia for the same way. Like they don't, he could plug right in. Lillard absolutely plugs right in anywhere and makes them better. That's the most interesting one, but Miami would absolutely be in the mix and they've got mm-hmm. Tyler hero and mm-hmm. shooters and picks and stuff. And, and everybody wants to play in Miami. And by the way, Butler, Bam Adebayo, and Lillard.
2: That's it's a, great a big hell of it.
0: yeah. That's a, so that's a real. That's the. Those are the two I hear. But it's all kind of moot. There's a lot of like positioning and posturing. But until Lillard throws the hammer down, and I don't think it'll happen before the season. By the way, I think he starts the season in Portland, the Trailblazer. I think he. It, it, at the trade deadline, by next summer, it's a different story. Right. But I think he starts the season in Phoenix. In All right, Phoenix Portland. Not Phoenix, Philadelphia. In Port- Phoenix in will be interesting.
1: In Portland, Portland. yeah. So we'll
0: go with Portland. Yeah. One, uh, of the, one of the P cities. One, one of the, the P cities, for
1: Christ's sake. Uh, uh, Peoria. Are, <laughs> let's, <laughs> Peoria, let's, let's talk about the draft. Who who do you think came out with – who do you think did very well? And then we'll get to the flip side of who botched it last night.
0: Um, There's a few teams I thought did well. I mean, obviously, it's easy to say, hey <laughs> – Detroit did well they got the number one pick and then they took the guy who should be the number one pick
1: right they didn't screw it up up. that's very Detroit thing to screw that up and they didn't screw it up so there you go right
0: exactly but I think the bigger um like if you're looking for teams I thought it was great for Orlando yeah I I was yeah look Jalen Suggs falls to them I'm not I'm I'm less sold on Scotty Barnes and everyone else we'll see how that goes so are we so are we. it, 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 we'll see how that pans out. He shot up draft boards. Somebody's saying something I don't, but I'm, I am not a scout. I'm not going to pretend to be. So whatever yeah. happens there happens. Yeah. Jalen Suggs can play. He is he aggressive. Can. He is a, attacking. And, and what I loved about them, by the way, they got some other guys now, you know, they, they've already got Jonathan Isaac. They've got like some nice players there. Now you've got a, a lead point guard. But what I like is Franz. they, they are. Yes. They have Markel Fultz and they drafted Cole Anthony last year. And you know mm-hmm. what they said? Hey, we're going to take the best player that's we're gonna right. take this guy and I don't care if we've got other people's decision we're not gonna we're not gonna do you know we don't need Luka Doncic. we have the Fox like yeah. don't do that take the best player on the board and that's tell right it pans out that's if right you have too many good point guards you can solve that
1: problem. you, you like, ship them somewhere else and get what you need in the other yeah. return yeah absolutely they I think they did a really they good. got defense too last night yeah. Orlando did in a big way.
0: I think there's. No, I think I think that, that and, and and they got defense and Jonathan Isaac, who will come back from his ACL and hopefully be back to himself, is an elite defensive player. I think that this is a team that you can start to see what the identity is. I also thought Houston was the same way. Like I think they're interesting. I think with Jalen Green and now you know they look. They get Christian Wood back. Mm-hmm. They 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 drafted a bunch of guys in the. You know, gets Sangoon and some other guys. I just. No, they're not going to be good next year, but they're interesting.
1: They're interesting, and they're building something. I think just yeah. people in and fan bases want to know what is your plan. W- what is your plan to move forward? Like it feels like Orlando has a plan. I don't. When was the last time we said that they've got a plan to move forward? Again, you look yeah. at. I look at the way Milwaukee built their championship team, and it's interesting. It's different than Brooklyn. It's different than what the Lakers just did. They're like, we're going to build it around one guy. We're going to give him the pieces around him to make this work. It's fascinating. It's a wonderful model, especially for small market teams. I mean, you look at an Evan Mobley. I'm like, Cleveland, good on you. You guys might have the guy. Like, Go call Giannis's trainer and put 40 pounds on this kid, and let's see what he can do.
0: You know, and then, and they've got – this is another team that made the smart move. I'm going to take the best player on the board and the guy who can pan out. They've got Jared Allen, and they're going to have to pay him this year. Yeah. You know, pay him. Pay Jared Allen because if you have too many good, you know, and then you trade one of them. like That's You right. trade Jared Allen in two years if Mobley pans out. Right. And there will be plenty of teams that want him. I Yeah, Cleveland is – they've got a little farther to go, and I made – I make trust ownership there less. Yes.
1: Really? What What would give you that? It, it's mm-hmm. like yeah. only the Knicks are, are less trustworthy mm-hmm. in terms yeah. of ownership.
0: I don't I don't know. The, the Rockets try. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but we'll see what it looks like in a couple of years. But again, I, I'm with you. I think that, hey, take the best guy on the board and see how it pans out. And Mobley in a couple of years, big men take longer to develop. So we'll see. But in a couple of years, he, he's got all the tools to be exactly what you want. I know. Everybody kind of used the Chris Bosh analogy, but I kind of like it like he could be that kind of inside outside five.
1: He definitely could, and he's you know lefty, he's got and he's got future of what the center position will look like in the NBA yep. in many in many ways. In a lot of ways you look at a guy like that and you say, "Oh, I see why you went into the draft now and why Hunter Dickinson went back to college." Because yeah, exactly. he doesn't have that game yet.
0: Exactly. He fits really, you know, I, I love Luca Garza. He's, you know, he's not long for the NBA. He'll like, no. Have a lovely career in Europe and make nice money and live a fun life. But like, globally is what the NBA future at the five is going to look like, unless, unless you're in bead and have that kind yeah. of size and athleticism and skill. And, and there's not a lot of those.
1: It's it's so interesting. I, so I, I want to know who you thought really didn't do a great job last night. Who kind yeah. m- of dropped, dropped the dropped ball? The ball.
0: There's a few – I mean, a lot of this is, well, that's not what I would have done, so look, maybe right. I'm wrong in three years. But uh-huh. that said, what were the Kings doing? Like, yeah. hey, we've got the backcourt of the future, and they, they drafted a point guard mm-hmm. at higher than anybody else had them rather than taking Knight of the wing. you know, yeah. I just – getting Mitchell – I just – I am – I don't know what the plan is. And I – like, this wasn't a case where, oh, they've got two point guards. We really got to grab that really great player who fell to us. No,
1: It's not it's Jalen a, it's Suggs. Like, it's not J- You're not getting exactly. Jalen Suggs at nine is what you're saying.
0: Exactly. So I don't know. I just don't understand what the plan is there, what kind of roster they're trying to build. I mean, there, there were – maybe they had him higher – again, maybe they had him higher rated. I just, once again, am confounded as to what, what the plan is in Sacramento. They, they get the number nine pick and they use it on a position. Well, that guy's just – I don't – where's he going to get minutes? Yeah. I mean, They've already got Therese Halliburton. They've already got uh-huh. and and a big and, good guard. A real yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just just I don't get it. So that was the one where I've just left head scratching. But you know, I write a winners and losers column it's about to come out. We do it every year. Yeah. I think I'm just going to have a permanent Sacramento Kings one there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every you, year I'm like, what are they doing?
1: Right, they? and they do have some talent up there, which is just yeah. a, It's it's like you just got to get the right pieces. It's funny because we were thinking about you know I'm thinking about players that could have potentially, instead of Russell Westbrook, who could have come to the Lakers, I think of like a Buddy Heald to the Lakers. Think about how much sense that would have made. And again, it's everything that you just said about a a, a while ago about if LeBron is healthy and AD is healthy, they are amazing. But you add a shooter like Buddy Heald to that mix, think about how much better that of a fit that would have been.
0: That was a deal that was very close to done. I imagine Buddy Heald is... Buddy Heald had to drown some pain last night. That, mm-hmm. that could be was mm-hmm. very close to done yep. until the until Westbrook inserted himself into the conversation and said, "Hey, I That's... want out, and I prefer to go to L.A." Right. And the Lakers look—they've always star-hunted. They've always found a way to make it work. So we'll see. But I'm with you, Buddy Hield. For all Buddy Heald's flaws, Buddy Hield can shoot the rock. Yes, and mm-hmm. his, and can do some secondary shot creation. And the issues about him not focusing on defense, well, you got that with Westbrook anyway. And your concerns about him falling in line, well, that's it's a LeBron team. So <laughs> he, like, he will fall in line. He, he would I just think you could have made Buddy I, Buddy Heel. I'm with you on the fit. Like that is that is the kind of guy they can get. And by the way, that's not somebody they're going to get. I know there's Laker fans. You were not getting him in a side and trade we just talked about all the point guards they have in Sacramento. They're not signing trading you for Dennis Schroeder to add to the mix. No. No. Exactly. They're you're, not. you're talking now about a three team sign and trading. And good luck with that. Good that, luck. That, that's that. Yeah, that's, that's it, the thousand piece white puzzle. Have fun with that.
1: Good luck. And it's all sky and you don't know where all the pieces are. <laughs> okay. We're talking to Kurt Heelan, senior and uh, NBA writer for NBC sports. Kurt, uh, I have a question for you now. As we look at like a guy like Chris Middleton coming from the second round, who from the second round last Ooh. night, and it is so hard to predict who is going to be, who could be that guy. I mean, obviously, we as Michigan grads, we watched Isaiah Livers through his whole career. He's yeah. fighting through injuries. Yeah. But that could be, a, if he turns out to be Tobias Harris, then look what the Pistons did.
0: Yeah, it was funny. I just had him, I was in the winners and losers column, like, I like that pickup. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, the, the, in, in the second round gamble, man, you know what the best skill is? Shooting, yeah. If you can shoot the rock, you have absolute value in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And and Livers can shoot. He can shoot. And, and and how much the rest of his game comes around, we'll see. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think he's six seven up the top of my head. Like he's a six, tall seven, guy who seven, can six, shoot. Eight. Yeah. There's there's always value in tall guys who can shoot. There, we, we you can find ways to make the rest of everything work if he can put the ball in the basket and on a Pistons team now, you know, with Cade Cunningham dishing and some of the – like, you could see him stepping into a role there. So that's that's funny you said that because that was, like, the first name that popped in my head when you said it.
1: So there may be those sort of diamond in the rough guys or guys who had great college careers that their fan bases know about. But Who's the, the kid from, from LSU, Cam Thomas?
0: Yeah, Cam, Cam Thomas is kind of interesting. Didn't he go late first or was it early second? I, I, think, I'd have to,
1: I think late I, first, maybe. Late yeah, first, um, yeah
0: but I think Cam Thomas is is an interesting big it, guard. He's an interesting fit, right? Yeah. Like I'm trying to think of who came in early in the second that uh you know who I'm hot? I kind of like A the Knicks picked up Jer- Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Yeah. You yeah. know everybody who comes out of Villanova can just play. That's like, absolutely right. Everybody who comes right. out of that system you're like oh absolutely. that totally works. That yeah. guy can that guy yeah. finds a way to make it work. Yeah. I, I'm with you, Cameron Thomas. I'm surprised he fell that far. The Nets picked him up at 27. Mm-hmm. Just so we're clear. Yeah. And um, by the way, guy just knows how to get buckets. He that's gonna right. Tear up summer league.
1: He, <laughs> oh, he will. Still, His mid-range yeah. runner game, forget it. You know, like yeah. that's that's and a shot that you too. can. make He's big, and that's a shot that you can shoot over dudes in the NBA.
0: Yeah, it's yeah just, exactly. Six, a little bit of a tall guard, but uh, he's look. He's heavy isolation. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a guy who likes the ball in isolation and. That makes him, you know, more of a microwave scorer off the bench, or a bird kind of guy.
1: There's a role for those guys. There's there's a
0: role for those guys. The Nets pick him up, and they certainly need depth. And like I said, I, you know, I think I think he'll be fun to watch. And there's looking at the rest of that roster in Brooklyn. There's not going to be guys going, you know, stop playing so much isolation basketball. Right? Like that's a whole team of isolation guys when they want to be. So. It'll be interesting, you know. It'll be, Kyrie will yell at him, but that's
1: Kyrie will yell. That's at Kyrie. So. I mean, but Kyrie, Kyrie's <laughs> yelling at his own shoes. Yeah, Kyrie so. is. and We'll get into that later. Kyrie <laughs> yeah. believes the Earth is flat, so can we really listen to what he's saying? uh
0: I, la- I hear the shoes are trash from yeah. people who know. From, from people Supposedly.
1: from from insiders, can't tell you <laughs> who anonymous insiders saying that they're trash. We'll, trash. We'll get into that later. uh Last question: Best big three? If we're gonna say, who do you like better as a big three? Do you think that the Brooklyn Nets big three or the Lakers sort of "quote unquote" now with Russ big three? Who who's better?
0: Who do you like in better? this moment? Brooklyn. Yeah. I mean, assuming Brooklyn's healthy, it, I, you know, it, we're, we're talking about. I was joking with somebody last night. I'm like, you know, I can't wait to see how free agency shakes out, so I can pick Brooklyn to win it all. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> the That's, right. The day, That's right. That's right. at the end of the day, Kevin Durant looked like. He hasn't looked like it in Tokyo yet, but it, Kevin Durant in the playoffs looked like the best player on the planet again. Yeah. Like, and if he's playing at that level and Harden is Arden and Kyrie is there, um, <laughs> I think they're like, I just think that that big three is going to find a way with some veteran role, you know, Blake Griffin, guys around them. Yeah. They'll, they'll figure it out, man. They'll figure it out. That's the team to beat until proven. Otherwise the Lakers and, and, Look, Brooklyn's. I mean, uh, Milwaukee's not going any, anywhere. There, there's other teams in the conversation, but it, it's Brooklyn. There you go.
1: Kurt Heelan, thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate you. Appreciate your insights. And uh, everybody, check out uh, the, the up-and-coming winners and losers column, which you can check out. Kurt, thanks so much.
0: Take care, guys. Thank you. Good night now.